scrolling through Instagram, I found Jen Tremblay Jacobs. She suffered through Lyme disease and other illnesses. She found an alternative treatment, though, in Mexico that worked. So, of course, I wanted to talk to her. She is now a board member of La Jolla Institute for Immunology. She wants to see attention to these very prevalent diseases, and she wants answers. She is also part of the local philanthropic Jacobs family. Please meet Jen Tremblay Jacobs. You're listening to Everybody Has Shit. Kim Reed gets real about her autoimmune struggles and other health and wellness issues we all face on a day-to-day basis. Only open-minded and honest talk. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm going to say your name. I'm gonna say, see, I want to say Genevieve, but that's not right. Jean, um, Genevieve. 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 Perfect. Genevieve Tremblay Jacobs. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, you are French-Canadian. You've been suffering from autoimmune for quite a while. And you are taking action in this. And this is key because action means hope. And when you are suffering from autoimmune, which is a chronic disease, which six out of 10 Americans suffer from chronic illnesses in this country, that's a big thing because personally feel like we are the forgotten segment in this. How did you, how is it that you wrapped your head around after being a sufferer and and you've kind of gotten through this to taking the action that you have? Well, uh, at first I had no clue. So, um, when I had some indication, uh, first what came out was a mercury toxicity, which is not uh, unusual right. for people with autoimmune disease. Um, so when I saw the diagnose, I was like, okay, so let's go just like a little further and do some more tests because I really don't feel good. And so while we got other tests like the ANA, right. I saw that it was positive and pretty elevated. So ANA is a marker for it, autoimmune. Yes, it's a sign of uh, inflammation in your body it's not specific for any disease but it's a good um it's the it's a very good indication right so then after i did tests for specific disease but nothing was coming out so i had the ana and i felt like i was like okay you have the ana but you don't have the disease so we just gonna wait i actually i've been told by a doctor to wait and come back in two years and then we could have a diagnosis. I said, what can I do? How do you do that? How is that acceptable? Well, for me, it was not acceptable at all. So I was like, okay, so you just want to let me go until I get worse and then you can diagnose me with something. Mm-hmm. So it was making absolutely no sense yeah. to me. Um, so finally, uh, I met this doctor who, um, who had the same, cause like he, uh, he was a regular doctor, but then he got uh, mercury toxicity, he got um, Lyme disease and he got, uh, well, he had some autoimmune markers also. So finally I got, <laughs> to see him, his name is Dr. Mark Hyman. He's pretty known on the media too. And so I went to see him, I went to the Cleveland Clinic where he's working and he, uh, 
he did a lot of tests on me yeah. and finally found out that I had Lyme, chronic Lyme disease also. Uh, I didn't recall a tick bite, but um, it was obvious since I had the DNA in my blood. Wait, you had the DNA? The DNA of the bacteria oh. was there. Okay. So it was just making it really obvious. Right. Um, so I was really surprised though, diagnosed, but then I was like, either I just let go and I wait or I follow his instructions. So from the time that you were sick to the time that you were diagnosed, how much time lapsed? I would say the first symptoms, like little joint pain when I was in contact with cold, for example, were maybe five years before, yeah. but when I got sick, really was like three years before, so I would say it took like maybe a year before having the diagnose after I was try starting to research. Which in, in the lifespan of autoimmune isn't too bad. I mean, a year of suffering is a long time, but so many of us go many, many years before we even understand what's happening with our bodies. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I read that um, the average time to find a diagnose is five years. I mean, it's so hard because it's so elusive. Yeah. So you get these oddball symptoms and you don't really know how to verbalize it. And that's part of the problem. And that's one of the reasons why this, to me, this podcast is so important because, and also what I see on your Instagram, very important. It's important to talk about this because we have to be able to throw these things out there because somebody might be able to identify with them because we are all different. It's not like there's one, it's not like having chicken pox. We're all going to break out in these pimply things no. and then they're going to go away. It's so many different symptoms. Yeah, it's very different. And even with uh, a diagnosis of the same disease, uh, let's say lupus or yeah. Strodren, yeah. Strodren or like a, a rheumatoid arthritis, uh, not only the symptoms are really different for each people, for each right. person, but also even the markers are different. It can be different ANAs that are activated. So it's really hard to be specific and I understand that, that the doctors have problems to you know just like point point. yes it, it, that is a huge discrepancy to yes. me right there is why is that why it's so relevant it's so relevant because so many women mm -hmm. I know there's men out there but so many of my friends have autoimmune why do we not hear more about it in terms of discoveries and um, uh, treatment? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, there's more women. Uh, it's around 80% per, uh, it's women that has autoimmune. It's also not really a surprise. There is less research usually on women's disease. Specifically women's illnesses. Yes. Uh, so uh, I think women again needs to get together, take action, take action, talk loud, and unfortunately, also I think and I hope it's going less. But uh, things sometimes that happen is that women are being told that it's 
they should reduce their stress and, and it's true i mean autoimmune and stress are related right but i mean it's not only a stress thing yeah. and it's not only it's not in their head um uh so so it's just like a shame that it's one of the <laughs> comments right women have so we're different animals men mm -hmm. and women we react differently to things i mean We do. We we digest things differently. We handle our lives differently, and it's okay. That's we, that's how we complement one another. But we shouldn't be dismissed. No. And also, I think well, you know, women go through so many changes in in their life hormonally. Yeah. Uh, they also carry child. They carry the babies, and it it you know it brings a lot of hormones, and then a drop of hormones right. after giving birth. That can trigger a lot right. of changes, and, and also it, it challenges the immune system. Um, research were made more mostly by men in the past. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, there's more and more women. I see it. I'm on, on the board of Lahaye Institute, and I see a lot of researchers and strong researchers are women now and young. Right. And so, so I think, and I hope in the in the years to come that we'll see a change for that. Okay, so this is important what you're doing. So you have attached your name to a symposium there at La Jolla Institute, which I wasn't even aware of the La Jolla Institute. I mean, that's ridiculous. And of immunology. Yeah. And your family is very philanthropic in San Diego. Yeah. And, and, and in wellness. And so... It's important for our husbands to, and so many women don't have husbands who support them through this journey, whether they're getting infusions because of lupus or whatever. Mm -hmm. It is a journey and it is a pain in the ass because we don't feel good mm -hmm. and we can't really put a, you know, a, a title on it, but we still need the support of our spouses. So for you to have that support, to go from this, um, to have an illness, You didn't have to do this, to take this action, to be a part of this symposium. And anybody who, who does that, I admire, because we can all be complacent and just sit back and be, okay, I feel better now and I'm just going to go on with my life. But you didn't do that. No. Um, I immediately saw that it, have, it has a, a weakness for autoimmune disease. Because I went through the path yeah. of like testing and having no answers and like just trying to find somebody to help me. And, you know, there's also a bit of selfishness into it, maybe because I want to find a solution. I really do. Like, um, I'm really lucky because, and I knock on wood, Lyme markers are gone. The mercury went dramatically down. Uh, the A and A are gone. So I could say it's gone. Everything it's is perfect. Right, okay. But we never know how the immune system can, can react. So what I've been told is that Lyme, even though we don't detect it in my blood anymore, if I have a challenge on my, auto, my, my, my immune system, right. it can rise. Erupt. It right. can come back. Uh, so the... the the ANA too, like, like usually they don't disappear. And doctors were really surprised to see a very elevated ANA yeah. to nothing, but uh, they, they always can come back. And so, but how do you, 
So how did that happen? I mean, people are going to want to know your method of helping yourself. I did a lot, a lot of treatments. It was a three years of no life. Um, I had my child to take care and all my energy was going there. But uh, I needed to change drastically my diet. Not that I was not eating good, but like it, it needed to be perfect. So yeah. that means organic food, a lot of vegetables, mm-hmm. uh, eliminating gluten, uh, dairy, sugar, soy, corn. So all this, so perfect diet. And um, I needed to do treatment. So it means IV supplementation, chelation. I did antibiotics for the for the Lyme. Right. I did um, uh, ozone treatments. I did hyperbaric treatments. I did seventy hyperbaric tre- treatments, and then I think what just knocked down everything was to go to Sanaviv Hospital in Mexico. What's it called? Sanaviv. Sanaviv. Yes, it's in uh, Rosarito, just saw across the border. Okay. And uh, they did all sort of treatments, but what I think was pretty amazing was hyperthermia treatments. So I did two of those by an interval of one week. So they put you under sedation for four hours. Right. They wrote they rose my uh, temper my body temperature to one o seven. But and in the same time they were injecting me some uh, antibiotics. Wow, it was a hard treatment. Uh, I had huge fever for twenty four hours, huge headache, something like a huge hangover, and uh, and then I did it a, a week after, and the 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 side effects were a lot less the week after. Right, and then uh, that was in January last year, and in May. Uh, I tested and it was negative to Lyme. The ANA were gone, uh, and I was feeling much better. So, was your ANA elevated because of Lyme? This is what we think. Finally, because um, uh, Dr. Hyman explained me that that it can happen. Yeah. So, a bacteria, well, ANA, autoimmune diseases can be triggered. There's sometimes a genetic aspect, right. but there's also uh, a virus. Okay. There's bacteria. And that's the problem is that you don't know what's going to turn it on. No. And so once it's on, though, it's on. Yes. And clearly you've experienced something different, which is amazing. But then, so the first time I met you, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was wearing a hat because my hair, I had just started a flare up. And when I have a flare up, my hair falls out. Um, but the flare-up just ended like four days ago. So it was like, it was the longest one I've had. It was like a five week flare-up. And the problem with all of this is, um, at least for me is I don't know what triggers it and I don't know what stops it. It just has to run its course. But in the meantime, it sucks. I have shivers once when you tell me that because, uh, yes. No, it's it's it's, it's um, and nobody can understand. And you, when you came to my house, you look good. I know. That's you the know? problem with it. So it doesn't show. No. And people don't really understand what's going on. I remember when I was really sick, 
I was, well, I was 85 pounds also at that time, which is 25 pounds less than what I am now. Yeah. And uh, I was tired and my brain was not working. Yeah. So people wanted me to go out, but no, I was just you can't boring person. Yeah, like even my husband at first, he was just like, well... What is that? It's yeah. so boring now. We don't do anything anymore, and like so, I had pressure on that, and I had, of course, he at some points he he understood and he was very on my side and he yeah. helped me. I'm lucky that I had somebody to support me. Right. But you know, like the your friends, it's it's to explain that to your friends. It's hard to explain that to your whole family. It's hard to explain that to to the people you work or people with who you have projects. You can't get up that that day. You just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's a nightmare. And I think about people who don't necessarily have um, any outlet or anybody to talk to about this. Where is it? I mean, because you have mercury poisoning. I mean, it's so random. And you somebody thought to have a test, but then you have people out there who are suffering. They don't know where the heck no. to start to ask for to get my mercury tested, but but I also know somebody who recently just had her breast implants taken out because she has been suffering, and I can't remember the name. It is an autoimmune disease that is connected to breast implants, a, a particular type of implant, and she just it's been uh, since October that she had them out, and she feels so different. It's all resolved. That's it's, that's amazing. It's so different. Yeah. Well, breast implants. I'm following a group on Instagram. It's called um, Breast Implant Illness, if I recall well. Yeah. And a lot of stories of women like that. And I actually did it too. Uh, when I was at Saint Eve last year, they. Um, it was funny because I went to do the the test, like the normal test, right. uh, at the hospital, and they didn't see anything. I went to Sanovi, they did the echography and they saw a rupture, but they said, go do an MRI. So I did the MRI and one was ruptured. And so Dr. Amen said, "Mm -mm, remove that because like your body is fighting it for sure. Yeah. In contacts with it. And even like for now, what I think even is that even without a rupture, you can like it's something strange and it's silicone yeah even the envelope is yeah. silicone yeah. so it's something that can uh, challenge your immune system did and you feel differently well i was already so much better yeah but uh i i feel it yeah. now that it's like it's like a charge it's like a a weight yeah less yeah it's, it's well, mentally i mean a lot yeah, of yeah, mentally and physically it's just right. like no it's and and that's you know done and and the woman needs to be careful to also remove the capsule around it when the doctor is doing it to make sure that all the silicone is gone that but it's all cleaned out a lot of women uh in in some uh tv show this like two days two days ago uh in in montreal were showing some evidence of uh, autoimmune disease and breast implant I mean, it's, there's just so many things and 
you just want to get up on the, on the tallest mountain and yeah. scream and bring all everybody together so we can pool everything and try to help each other because something has to be done. Yeah. I feel like it's an epidemic. Ah, uh, yes. Well, the uh, autoimmune diseases are rising. And before, we were associating that to um, elderly people that were older. Yeah. But no, no, not anymore. No. Even kids have it now. And there's more and more. I know. Young. Well, we interviewed, John Browner and I, um, a little girl who is 14. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kayliani. She was on the cover of the Union Tribune here in San Diego. And she's been suffering from besets, possibly Sjogren's, small fiber sensory neuropathy, perhaps. She's 14. She's had it since she was, you know, little. How does that happen? So, you know, so we talked to her and, and we've had um, uh, an ex-professional basketball player on who is a motivational speaker who's amazing. Because you have to figure out how to keep going yeah. and not give up. And I wanted that advice. And you just have to have somebody, your partner, to strongly urge you, go live. Go yeah. for that walk. Get out of bed. Move. It's important, even as hard as yeah. it is. No, you really need support. Without support, I don't think I would have been able to get out. The thing that gave me a lot of motivation was my, at that time, one-year-old. So I was like, uh, this, this little girl needs a mom. She, you, she, so. you got up every day because of her. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did, I didn't you miss had a day because I needed to, you know, take care of her. She yeah. was my first motivation. Yeah. And then, you know, without my husband to uh, just, like, help encourage me, like, you for sure, like, every time I was coming up with something, a treatment that was not scientifically proven, and even to me, I've been, I, I, I was in pharmaceutical, I was a science, trained as a scientist, too, so to me, to follow steps of, of treatments that were not scientifically proven were completely against me. Yes, yeah. And him too, and then we needed to analyze, okay, should I try it, should I not try it? Well, you know, at the point where I was and suffering, I was like, no, I can't live like that. Let's go, let's do it. And he was supporting, and I had some friends also calling for appointments for me because I was too weak for for doing it. So for sure, like all these things, I had a friend in Montreal, every time I was going, I had a, a... six months there when I was very sick she was bringing me food and helping me to you know like I couldn't cook I couldn't like yeah it was just like I needed help we are we are really crucial to each other women I've learned that over the years we're really important to be able just to to talk to each other and to share things and we live longer John Browner, <laughs> you might want to start chatting with your with your guy friends <laughs> and opening up because it really does have an impact. So, are you? So, tell me what your goal is at the La Jolla Institute. What is it? The end result. Mm-hmm. The end result is we want to obviously throw money into research. Mm-hmm. But what? How are you gonna poke yeah. there? Well, first, like uh, Loja Institute uh, is the third biggest research center in immunology in the world. Really? Yeah. And really? In immunology, yes. And uh, they are four hundred employees. They are two hundred PhDs. Uh, they do amazing 
stuff they spread it into three uh, uh, research main so there's cancer there's um, um, uh, diabetes no diabetes goes with the autoimmune but there's a so there's cancer there's a in, infectious disease oh okay sorry. that's okay and the other one is uh, autoimmune disease okay so uh, for sure my interest since the beginning is the autoimmune disease and um, everywhere money goes mainly to cancer yeah I'm happy there's a lot of research yeah. in cancer but and when somebody says that they have cancer everybody take care of that person but when people say you have autoimmune disease you know people don't know what it is and money doesn't go that much in those disease in those kind of research right so um my goal is to bring awareness about that about this issue right why we don't have that much money and why we don't it's so serious and it's getting more and more serious and I would like to see a whole department working every day on autoimmune diseases specifically and in humans mm -hmm. so there's a lot of mice there's a lot of uh, you know in the labs but I want to see humans getting in I want to see um, uh, research with diet which is very complicated because I understand that with mice we can control the environment we can say okay today they're gonna eat only lettuce and then we're gonna analyze the microbiome which is highly related to the yeah. immune system so with humans it's it's a little more complex mm. <clears throat> I would like to see uh, maybe a research where we could control uh, a group of humans and, and feed them with what we need to make sure that we study the right thing. I would like to see that. I want to continue to do my symposium. So the last, the first symposium was in November. And so the next one will be May 1st. Can I come? Uh, of course, you are really wanna, well invited. I want to come. Yes, it's really interesting. So we will have, well, last time we had uh, top researchers in rheumatoid and arthritis. We had celiac. We had uh, an amazing researcher on, um, he was doing a microbiome. Uh, we had the MS. <clears throat> so we had like those amazing top researcher talking to uh, some scientific yeah. there the whole day. And then in the afternoon, what we do, um, we invited the community to come and it had a panel with all those researchers. And uh, so the community were listening to what they had to say and then they also were exchanging with asking questions about what's the future about research in those diseases. Is there any, anything on the horizon that you heard any buzz? there with all of the researchers that we can look forward to with any any of the autoimmunes. There's so many different autoimmune yeah. diseases. Yeah, well, um, there's the discoveries more and more, but nothing 
that they're yes, throwing out. Is, Can I be one of the humans yes. that they test on? Yeah, well, I'm sure. happy to do that. Well, it was funny because some people, when I had the idea of like, oh, why don't we have a group of people to control and feed them? With? Yeah, and they were like, oh, who wants to be controlled and 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 you know being fed? I'm like. Well, I, I would have been the first Are one there. Me? Clearly, they haven't talked to anybody yes. that has autoimmune because no. we will be the first ones to jump in. Yes. Do whatever you have to yes. do to me. I don't care. Yes. I, mean, I just had a um, biopsy in here for Sjogren's. I haven't gotten the results back yet where they take out a chunk of your lip. Yeah, I did I'm, it. I'm, yeah, you did it too. And I'm yeah. having another biopsy on my hip and on my ankle to see if I have small fiber sensory neuropathy because my pain is, is just all over. So clearly we're not afraid <laughs> no. to jump in and we, have people. We want, we want to find a solution. Yeah. But I think that there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of improvement because, you know, like 10 years ago, we were not talking that much about microbiome, for example. Yeah. Now we discover and more gut health. And, more and gut health yeah. and how it's related. Like, in, you know, I was reading like 70% of the immune system lies in your gut and the microbiome all together. So it's a lot, you know, like not a decade ago. We, we were not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Integrative medicine, we're mm-hmm. maybe more talking about that at that time. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're defining it a little bit more. Yeah. But oh my, it's just so much. For the average person who is, you know, got a nine to five job, got a house full of kids, and then sick, and then they've got to figure out the path that they need to be on. I mean, you have to be your own doctor. Yes, you really do. And I don't believe in a specific medication to heal. I think it's going to be very... Like, I don't think it, one medication would will heal oh God. A, a whole bunch of people with autoimmune disease. I think it's really... It's going to be... And, and it, if it happens, I would be really happy. But I think it would be more of an individual kind of treatment. Yeah. Because, as we were saying, right. we're all different. Immune system is reacting very differently. But we all just want that one pill Yeah. that takes away the pain. But... It doesn't happen because I'm on dozens yeah. pills the amount between the supplements and the pills that I take every day it's yeah. it's ridiculous this is a new one I don't know if you know about this I was going to tell you it's got immunoglobulin in it and immunoglobulin um, this is kind of new to me so it I guess you can get some sort of injection of immunoglobulin and it resets your immune system hmm. which is what our problem is it's our immune system so who knows? But you know, you try, you try stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I still take a lot. So, and sometimes it's like not well, well absorbed by the, the gut. So IVs are better, like glutathione, right. for example. Okay, so we need to kick this. We need to like put the pressure, get the word, keep getting the word out. Yeah. Keep giving women an avenue to share their symptoms and the stuff that they go through every day. Cause it is all different, but you feel like you're alone. And when you don't talk to anybody, then you are alone. Yeah. No, yeah, th- this is one of the problem. I think, you know, I think women were just like getting, okay, I'm tired, I'm depressed, it's in my head. I'm not gonna talk about it cause I need to keep going. So that's one of the issue. So we need to talk about it. I started this 
inter Instagram page where I start, I try to give some infos and tell my story because I would like people to know. Yeah. Um, there is also this group of women uh, led by Carol Lee. Uh, she invited me to talk in Miami. So there are a group of women oriented with health. And Dr. Hammond went on the panel a few times with um, Dr. Oz even. And they read about my story and I'm going to go talk about it. And I, I encourage really a lot of women right. to talk about it and just don't be ashamed of saying that they don't feel good and what they did and everything. So you're going to be the link. So we're going to put, we're going to figure out ways to put pressure on people. We need money. We need money for research mm -hmm. and discovery. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how it works. So there's got to be something out there other than taking all of these drugs that you take them, but they don't necessarily work. And that's the problem with them. And then there's side effects from that. So side it's effects. just a... Well, you know, the drugs didn't change that much in like 50 years. Like, yeah. they, you know, they still shut down the whole immune system, which is bringing a lot of issues. Right. Um, but yeah, so no, I think, I think, you know, researchers, I think it was probably easier for them to research cancer because they can know what is wrong. They can take the tumor and say, oh, this is the thing that right. is wrong. And study around it. Immune system, the autoimmune diseases everywhere. The whole body. And they don't know what triggers and yeah. what. So, so I think that's one of the reasons why there is a lack of, of strength around. Of, of energy to. Yeah, it's just discouraging yeah. to see that. And just, but I, I was saying to, saying to the Institute, I think we need to just like reinforce and and. and Focus there, and by finding a solution for autoimmune disease, you'll find a solution for everything. Everything. You'll find a solution for cancer. You'll find, you know, like HIV or everything. It's out there. It's there. Yeah. So I'm so happy that you were here. I'm um, so thank happy you. that thank you shared you your story me. and that you're taking action. You're actually, I mean, I admire that so much. Anybody that decides to take action for their life, which will, in effect, affect everybody. So, I mean, that's a big jump. There's no complacency there. So, it's it's great. So, thank you. Thank You're you welcome. For thanks for inviting me. And thank, thanks for you also. Thanks to uh, bring awareness and having this podcast so people can talk and, and share their ideas. You, you're doing the same. You're doing the, you want, you have the same goals. So, it's very powerful thank you we'll bring all our goals together and we'll we'll try to make ground with this yes so, thank you thanks you have been listening to everybody has shit with kim reed this podcast is not giving out medical advice these are simple suggestions of the host and the guest of ways that have made them feel better we do not advise you going and trying these same treatments.